Hi, it's Deb with the Help Club for Moms. I'm so excited to be here with you guys today to talk to you about forgiveness, the gift that keeps on giving. Before we begin this episode, I'm excited about this one because I feel like forgiveness is the key to a successful life. If you can learn how to forgive others, learn how to forgive yourself, guys, you are going to have so much more of a joy-filled life than you've ever known possible. Okay, but before we get into this, I needed to cover a couple of things. Don't forget, we just finished our Lent study in this book. We finished all the way through Easter. I hope you guys made your Easter garden. There were so many good ideas in here. I hope you took some time to wash your children's feet during Passover and have the Good Friday celebration that we had in here. And this week, we have we started our Spiritually Healthy Mom section which is awesome. And at the end of it, we have the Mama Says Yes Challenge. The Mama Says Yes Challenge. Now, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes it's challenging. I remember my kids were growing up. It was hard because you want to say no all the time. No, 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 no. But I remember learning a long time ago that it's so good to say yes to your kids. And so this challenge is going to help you to start learning how to say yes to your kids. And also with this is 20 ways to have fun with your kids. I love the ideas in here. There's so many great ideas. Plan a surprise picnic. Have a cookies and milk night each week for, uh, for a sweet treat. It's super cute. A lot of these ideas are so good, but they are on page 172 and 173 of the Wise Woman Believes book. And before I get into... Uh, the meat of today's devotion, I wanted to read to you a few of the mom tips because guys, the mom tips are super important. Mom tips teach you how to be an intentional woman, wife, and mother. And it's so important to be intentional in your life because guys, your kids are going to grow up really, really fast. And I couldn't even believe how fast my kids grew up. But I remember someone teaching me, they said, why don't you start praying Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And I ask God every day to help me to number my days to gain a heart of wisdom. And guys, he, he helped me. He helped me to be more aware of the fact that I don't have a whole lot of time on this earth or with my children in my home. And, and mom tips are just a way to enjoy your children and to help your home to run more smoothly. And there's four categories. The first one is the wise woman built her spirit, which is all about how to cultivate your relationship with the Lord. The wise woman loves her husband. The wise woman loves her children. The wise woman cares for her home. So I want to read a couple of these ideas to you for you guys to think about. Okay. Number one in the wise woman built her spirit section is play worship music in your home every day for the next week. Your spirit will soar when you're singing along to uplifting worship music all day. Guys, it is so important. I remember learning years ago, garbage in, garbage out, garbage in, garbage out. And some of us need to turn off the news, turn off social media, put on the worship music, dance around the kitchen with your kids, be more joy-filled in the moment in your life that God's given you. And worship music will help you because it just sets the tone in, the, in your home. It, it, it builds such a Christ-centered atmosphere and it makes a huge difference. The other one is the under the wise woman loves her husband, text your husband and tell him what a great dad he is. Be specific about praising him for something he did recently. Guys, your, your husbands care about what you think about them. And it means the world to them when you tell them that they are a great dad. Uh, under the wise woman loves her children, spend some extra one-on-one -on -one time with each of your children by playing games or puzzles. 
And I wanted to share a little tip that we did with our kids growing up. We used to play a card game, Uno. I love Uno Attack. It's a it's a game that has this, this thing that spits out the cards for you and it's really fun. I love Uno, but we would always go up earlier to put our kids to bed so that we could play a card game with them. So it wasn't like they were up any later. We just took a few time, few minutes to go up earlier so that we would have some time to play a game or lay there and talk to each other. It's so important. Those nighttime bedtime rituals are so precious to our children. And the wiser my carriage for her home, I absolutely love this tip. Put a load of laundry in the washing machine right after your quiet time. If you put a load of laundry in and you fold it right away, guys, you will feel like you have accomplished so much <laughs> and it really makes a difference. So those are our mom tips in the wiser my beliefs and start on the spiritually healthy mom portion. And don't forget all of our devotions are on the podcast. The whole book's not on the podcast, but the devotions are on the podcast. So if you're running late and you can't read it in your book, you can push the button and listen to it while you get ready in the morning. Okay. All right. So we are going to get started on forgiveness, the gift that keeps on giving. All right. Let me pray. Father, I thank you so much for my friend who's watching this video. Lord Jesus, teach us something today we'd remember for the rest of our lives. Help us to learn to forgive others as you have forgiven us. God, let us see um, just the power of forgiveness in Jesus name. Amen. Well, I was reflecting on Easter and about Jesus' sacrifice. And I tell you what, guys, I have been thinking so much about forgiveness and how much forgiveness has meant to me. I'm sure forgiveness means a lot to you. Just the fact that we are forgiven and free in Christ. He doesn't hold our sins against us. You know, we just say we're sorry, we repent, we turn away from our sins, and we move on. That's the Christian life. You keep moving forward. The Word says God's mercies are new every day. You have a second chance every day to keep going in your life and make your life better. It's so good. Well, I wanted to share something with you that I love. Uh, I, I read all the time. I listen to the Bible on the Daily Audio Bible. I listen to, bi to the Bible uh, and I love to read. And I'm reading this book right now because I, re I read the Help Club books, but I also read this book right here because it really helps me. I want to be the best leader I can be and the best mentor I can be. So I read a lot. And this book is called God's Best for My Life by Lloyd John Ogilvie. And it's from Harvest House. It's a beautiful edition. It's so beautiful. But I wanted to read to you about what he said, and he calls it a daily cross of forgiveness. And how much of the time, whenever we hear the scripture right here, it's Luke 9, 23. And he said to them all, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. How many of us think that a cross is, oh, moving to a foreign country and being a missionary, or a cross is, giving away all of our money or across is living in, in a difficult relationship with someone or, or, or going through a sickness or something. But in, it, it's really neat how the author wrote that this is actually a daily cross of forgiveness that Jesus is talking about. And let me read this to you. It's so good. The cross was an ignominious symbol of punishment and execution. Jesus knew his life would end on a cross, and yet he told his disciples that they also would have to take up their crosses. Often the meaning of the admonish, admonishing is diluted into general discipleship or into some disability which we must bear or problem we must endure. But remember the Lord said daily, we can understand and accept our cross only if we accept the essential meaning of his cross. In his cross, he suffered for the sins of the whole world so that mankind might be forgiven. Our cross, then, is forgiving and forgetting what people have been and done. Our cross is not simply some physical, emotional, or circumstantial burden we must carry. Our cross is people 
persons who need our forgiveness. To be a follower of Jesus may mean a martyr's death, but right now it means taking up a cross of forgiveness. That must be spelled out in words and reconciling action, regardless of the cost to our pride or what we think are our rights. It is a source of comfort for us to remember that Jesus did not carry his cross alone. Simon of Cyrene was pressed into service uh, to carry his cross, the final steps to Golgotha. Why was Matthew, the, the, in, the gospel writer in Matthew, so careful to include this in his passion account? More than to show the humanity of Jesus, it was to remind us that we cannot carry our cross alone. When we dare to be a forgiving person, we need the Lord's help daily and many times through the day. And it, the thought says, my cross is to forgive as Christ has forgiven me. And guys, if you live long enough on this world, you're going to be really hurt by people. And it just is what it is. We're all human beings. And there was a season in my life many, many years ago where ah, I really struggled forgiving some people and it was eating at me. And I really felt like it was holding me back because unforgiveness does hold you back. It harms you more than it harms the other person. And so what I felt like the Lord leading me to do was to take communion during Lent. Lent had just started and I felt God telling me to take communion every day of Lent and just ask him for help to forgive those people. And the reason I took communion was a few reasons, but I will always take it seriously when I take when I take communion because I take communion very seriously. And I always remember Jesus. I remember his sacrifice. I ask for forgiveness of sins. I thank him for uh, his body that was beaten beyond recognition as a man and by his stripes I'm healed. I ask him to heal me in my mind, soul, body, and emotions. I give him first place in my life. I ask him to lead me that day with communion. And I asked him for help to forgive these people that had hurt me. And it's really interesting because God really did it. He really did it. And um, I still take communion every day. I still remember him, ask for healing, um, for just, you know, anything. Because we live in this earth, guys. And if you don't get it out and ask God to heal you and take away the burdens, you're just going to keep getting weighed down with unforgiveness and with your wounds. And we don't want to carry our wounds around with us because after a while, they're going to feel like a big bag of boulders that you're carrying around on your back. And we need to lay those boulders at the foot of the cross and forgive people. And we need to forgive ourselves. Guys, all of us make mistakes. We have to forgive ourselves. With me, a lot of times, if I do something and I'm embarrassed or I can't believe I said something, I just say, Jesus, I'm sorry. Cover over that with your grace. Cover over it with your grace. And then if I've hurt someone, and the Lord will always bring that person to my mind, and I will just say, I'm sorry. I will I will go to them and say, I'm sorry. Recently, I I didn't realize it, but I guess I... Um, I just finished going through menopause and I didn't know it, right? And so it had been the past few months and I'd been grouchier uh, and I feel great now, but I'd been grouchier um, during the past few months and being more snippy with people and grouchy. And I was like, oh, wow, I need to say I'm sorry to some people because I've been grouchier. And so I have said, I'm sorry to some people and it's just good to be humble, guys. Do you know what the word says? God get, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And guys, think about Moses. The word says God spoke with Moses face to face as with a friend. And the word also says that Moses was the most humble man on the face of the earth. 
and he he got to talk to God face to face. And guys, God will tell you his secrets. He will speak to you. You will hear him. You will live a better life when you are humble. But if you're prideful, you can't hear God. You 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 just you you're so busy being offended or you're so busy being mad at people. It's it's hard. And so when you just choose to humble yourself and remember that you're human and that there's only one perfect person that's ever walked on this earth and that's Jesus Christ. You can live more freely knowing that. And you know guys, unforgiveness. I I felt like with these people that I was needing to forgive, I felt like God was calling me higher in my life and I had this visual picture of myself of God wanting to pull me up but there were these sticky hands you know those kids sticky hands you know the sticky hands that kind of stick and they 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 pull at something if you use them and I felt like there were all these sticky hands on me pulling me back down God wanted to pull me up higher for the calling he has on my life and you know being even having a closer relationship with him feeling closer to him feeling his presence more right if you are angry at someone and unforgiving it's harder for you to feel God's presence and to feel, hear his voice if you're just angry and thinking those thoughts all the time about how someone hurts you guys that is not a good conversation to be having with yourself right because what's happening is i for me i felt god was calling me up but i had all these sticky hands on me pulling me back down and those sticky hands are that unforgiveness. They were pulling me down. And guys, don't let it hold you back. Just let it go. Give it to God. Give God those pains. Ask him to take up for you. Ask him to make it up to you, whatever anyone's ever done to you. Ask him to cover over things with his grace. Ask him to heal you. Ask him to help you forgive. Ask him to help you to fight for, ask him to fight for you and move forward into the plans that God has for you. I know many of you guys know my story. I had a really hard childhood and my parents, uh, so hard. Um, and my mother made a lot of mistakes. Um, she had several affairs and really wrecked our home. Uh, you know, my parents were married 27 years and got a divorce. All my siblings had a great, great experience growing up. I was the youngest by far. And so my, I lost my mom basically whenever I was 10 emotionally and then physical, physically she died when I was 20. But my home, my life, my life was a wreck because of these decisions my mom had made. She started drinking. It was horrible. She married this guy that beat her all the time after my dad and my mom got divorced. I couldn't live with her. But you know what I did? I, I forgave her. You know, I, I went, I didn't spend a lot of time in counseling. I didn't feel like I needed to do that. I went to my church counselor. They were really sweet and they worked with me just like three or four times and, you know, working with it with the Lord and focusing more on what I want to become and, um, the type of a woman I want to become with the Lord and know, getting to know Jesus and his love for me. And it makes it easier to forgive people when you understand the love of Jesus. And so I forgave my mom, but you know what I wanted to do? I wanted to, to really set a good example for my kids, one, but I also want to, I think about that scripture, honor your father and mother so that all will go well with you and you will live a long life on the earth. And I believe that that scripture, even if your parents weren't godly, I feel like we're supposed to honor them. And you honor them in the way that you act towards them, or you honor them in the way that you talk about them. This is a biggie. I was just going to, this is like what I call a safety tip. This is a, uh, what goes around comes around type of a, a ideology or type of a law in scripture, not ideology. It's a law in scripture because the word says, this is the first commandment with a promise that if you honor your father and mother, all will go well with you and you will live a long life on the earth. The word also says the same measure that you use will be measured unto you. And so if you have unforgiveness with your parents or your in-laws, let it go, forgive them, and don't talk about it anymore. 
Don't talk badly about your parents. For me personally, what this meant for me, my kids know my mom's story, but I don't talk about it a lot. What I do talk about is she was really sweet and they would have loved her. She was wonderful. I always felt so loved by my mom, but she just made mistakes. But do you know what I do every year to honor her? And I, I really feel like this is positive. Um, what I do is we have a big Easter celebration because it was my mom's favorite holiday. And I do a big Easter egg hunt because back in the 70s, in 1975 or four or something, um, my mom would do these Easter egg hunts for the grownups, for the kids, with $20 bills in them. So they were the prize eggs. And that was like $100 back then or maybe even more. And so what I do is I save up money. I'll go get a couple hundred dollars out. And my grown kids will go out and find these eggs. And they all walk away with about, you know, $30, $40. And they're thrilled. But I do it and I tell them every year, I love my mom. My mom's favorite holiday was Easter. And I want to honor her because there, there wasn't a whole lot I could really honor her with. But I do this because I want to set a good example that you can always find something good in someone. And so for your children, set a good example with your children by honoring your parents. Pick up the phone when they call. Let your kids have a relationship with your parents. I know for me personally, my we would go. I know this is something that most people would not do, but it was what God called us to do. We would travel. We would drive to Illinois every Christmas, spend wonderful Christmas with my in-laws, Christmas Eve, we'd get on a plane on Christmas morning and go see my dad in Texas. And that was really the only way that people would come see him. And they did. And it was fun. And it meant a lot to him. We'd get back on a plane, go back and see my in-laws and drive back home. <laughs> like it was nuts, but I don't regret it. And my kids saw me honoring my family. And, you know, our kids are always with us on holidays. It's such a blessing by the grace of God, right? And another thing I did was we gave our kids, and I know a lot of you guys can't do that because maybe your parents or your in-laws aren't healthy, but if they are healthy, you know, if they are safe, I say, let them, you know, take your kids or something, or, or at least go there and see them and spend time with them and bring your kids FaceTime. But what we did was we, my, my mother-in-law and father-in-law are amazing. And they took our kids for us every summer for two weeks. And guys, I, they have such fond memories of their grandchildren. I mean, their grandparents and they're very close to their grandparents. And we go on vacation all the time. We're going on vacation together in May. And I see this coming back to me with my own daughter and my son-in-law. I get my grandchildren a lot. I'm so thankful. I get to be part of their lives, but I do believe it's modeling that my children get to see. They got to see growing up. And it, it, I'm telling you, that same measure that you use, it will be measured unto you. So forgive your parents. Ask the Lord for wisdom on how to involve your parents in your life and in the lives of your children. Make the effort to FaceTime. Make the effort to call. Make the effort to go visit. You know, have them over. Drop the... If your parents are healthy and they're safe, I just... I know that we talk a lot about boundaries and this is a whole other side thing, but just rest. Ask God to guide you in your relationship with your parents just rest in your relationship with your parents and just ask God to work and drop your walls. I know a lot of us have walls because there's pain there, but just drop the walls. Ask God to defend you and to protect you. When you ask God to defend you and protect you, you can forgive a lot more freely. And when you give God your time, you can spend your time with people more freely. And uh, these are just my safety tips. So just forgive, move forward and receive God's love for your own self. 
I'm so grateful that I get to talk to you guys today and thank you for watching. I'm so thankful for you. I love our time together here. I love being in, in community with you. If you have any questions or prayer requests, please email us at admin at helpclubformoms.com. Subscribe at our website if you want to get all of our devotionals. They're, they're amazing. And we send out a weekly email with all of our devotionals. And uh, just know that we love you and God loves you so much. I'm going to pray. Father, I thank you for every person listening to this podcast or watching the video. I pray, God, that you would speak to their hearts about anyone that they need to forgive and that you would give them the strength and the grace to forgive and to give people a second chance to open their hearts up again, to trust that you're going to take care of them and to love like Jesus. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Thank you for watching. God bless you guys. Have a great week. Bye.